When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Betches Media presents the Betches Brides podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed. Because after all, it's only one day of your life. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Betches Brides. I am your host, Nicole Pellegrino, and today I'm in, I'm in that giddy mood when I have a friend on. You know what I mean? We have Amanda Duberman. She's the editorial director of the Betches Sup. If you listen to the Betches Sup, which you need to be listening, she is a host and producer on that. She does everything that has to do with Betches Sup. She's our political gal. Amanda, welcome to the show. Hi, Nicole. I know I'm very excited because I feel like we have not had time to have a chat more than 10 minutes in a very long time. You and I are both Mm -hmm. always working. (laughs) Always working. And it's a blessing and a curse having coworkers that are getting married because Mm -hmm. uh, you guys will want to talk to me about and we'll be like, no, 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 save it for the episode because the the audience loves hearing about your weddings. And I don't want it to sound redundant, but I'm like, but I do want to hear about your weddings now. No, but you always, I'll always text you like, I need an answer within 10 seconds. What do you think? And you'll just like give it to me. And I'm like, great. I that's what I'm here for. That's truly what I was put on. I'm like, I don't need you to flower. I don't need you to make it flowery. You don't have to ask any questions. Just (laughs) should option A or B. I, I love that you're saying that because that's what I try to do here on this podcast for Incredible. this. Just tell it how it is. Yeah. So, okay, you guys, we brought Amanda on because not only is she just amazing in every which way, she's having a wedding. We're going to hear all the details. Amanda, before we jump into all the wedding stuff, tell us how you got engaged to Michael. You had the funniest post on when you first did forever ago. When did you get engaged? Did I? I got, I don't even remember. I got engaged in September, 2020. Okay. Yeah. I probably made a joke about it being like, finally. (laughs) (laughs) You will know that. Okay. That was a while ago. Wow. I forgot it was that long. We've been engaged a very long time because that was just like six months into the pandemic. And so I was like, I'm not going to start planning this and dumping money into it until we know what's going on. I mean, we still don't, you know, fully know what's going on. Anything could happen, but uh, it was a long Mm -hmm. time ago. We will have been engaged for, for over two years when we get married. Smart. Okay. I like that you didn't put the pressure on yourself to start planning right away and you're planning at your own pace. I like to call it PAP, planning at pace. Oh, um, love it. <laughs> I just made that up. <laughs> I like to call it this thing I just made up. It's my favorite thing to call it. <laughs> A little thing. No, but um, I like that you're planning at your own pace and not kind of letting people rush you. That's just, that's the way to do it. Okay. You had a funny post that you were like, of I'm now of Michael, like from The Handmaid's Oh, Tale. right. That's what it was. That's what it was. <laughs> I loved that. Oh, okay. yes. That's because the date, looking at the date, this would have been several weeks after uh, 
I don't know which abortion ban, but one of them. I was probably riffing <laughs> off one of them. <laughs> <laughs> True. That, <laughs> yes. Okay. So how did you get engaged? We got engaged. It was definitely um, not a surprise. We had been together for a very long time. It was definitely, we had gotten to the point where like, I never wanted to be this person, but, and I don't think there's anything wrong with this person. It had gotten to the point where it's like every single social event, I would make a reference to him not having proposed yet. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you have to end this for me. Like I cannot be this person. And it was like, you know, one of those things where like multiple people were getting engaged that had not dated mm-hmm. as long as us. And I didn't like, I didn't really care. I was just like, we got to like, we got to get married eventually. We're already domestic right. partners. I already have his insurance. There was not like a real, a real like rush in his view. But finally, and I was very specific about, uh, you know, the jewelry demand. So I was happy to be patient. Nice. I, you were one of the first people. I remember you telling me when it happened and I'm like, tell me the story. I'm expecting this like grand, like, he took me to this, you know, whatever. I, I was not expecting it at all. <laughs> you were like, listen, I, I knew it was happening. Mike never plans days like that. Like, and I no, was like, completely. I was like, I love that. I love when people admit that they know it's happening because you don't see that. And then my pet peeve is, I'm sorry, this is so mean, but my pet peeve is like when brides will post and be like, I was so shocked. And it's Mm -hmm. like, you're wearing a perfect white dress, white heels, (laughs) hair and makeup done, white nails with the, like, it's like, just admit you kind of saw it coming. Like, I don't know. Totally. Like if you truly didn't, you still get the cute picture. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, definitely. Cause Mike and I, like, I love to just like take walks with the dog and Mike on the weekends is like, he works very hard. He just, he'll obviously walk the dog with me, but he's just, he's not, I mean, walking is my hobby. We live in New York city is my favorite thing to do. I'm always walking. And Mike just like doesn't, it's it's this thing I do by myself. And and we have a joke about how he doesn't really like to come that much. So I always knew, and I was already teasing him, like the day you want to go to the park with me with the dog is like the day I'm going to, I'm going to know. And uh, yeah, it, <laughs> it came, but it did have like a cute, like I had recently been um taking my dog too, because I... I'm like obviously an obsessive dog mom, but my dog Morty had not been very good at recall. Like he wasn't good at coming to me. So mm. I had started taking him to Central Park a lot when you can go off leash in the morning. Oh, just I Just to know like that. get him a little bit better at that. And so one morning Mike was like, I want to come with you. So we went together and he was like, let's practice Morty's recall. So we did it a couple times and like Mike kept going further away. And then he went like behind one of like the rocks and he was like, call him, call him back. And I was like, okay. And then I called him back. And then finally this time he had, he had a little ring box attached to his harness. It was very cute. So that like, even though I wasn't surprised necessarily, like I, I assumed he would just like, you know, pour me a mimosa and then say, yeah. will you marry me? And so that was like, that was very, that was surprising and touching. And like, a I nice, love the element, of a nice element of Morty. surprise. That was, yeah, that was very personal. Also a bold move because Morty could have jumped into run the, the fuck away. Into yeah. the, <laughs> Morty could have jumped off the rock into the river and <laughs> bye bye ring. Well, that's so. what I thought. Bye bye ring and bye bye Morty. I was like, cause right after that, he kind of like went for a squirrel, which he doesn't normally do. And we were like, oh my God, if we lost this dog and <laughs> this ring in a single day, it would be the worst turn of events ever. Selfishly, I kind of wish that would had happened because it would be a really good podcast story. But for your oh, sake, I'm glad. Because I was like kind of overwhelmed, and for a second, we like lost. Not, we didn't lose track of him because I was like sitting on the leash. But then we saw the we saw the squirrel go, and it was it was definitely a, we had to react and then get back into a couple working together mode to track him down. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay, let's get into wedding details because that's really what we all want to yes. hear about. Where are you in the wedding planning process? I would say we're like hitting the time where it's like getting pretty intense. Um, I, I think we started pretty late. I thought we started, like I said, we started, we were engaged for about an, a year and a half. Um, I think we booked this venue in maybe 
January or February, and I'm getting married on October 9th. And so I know, you know, people that book venue and then it's more than a year out. Like I, I'm surprised I'm getting married. Like I'm getting married like before Carla. I'm getting married before people that definitely started planning before us, but we didn't really, we definitely wanted to do 2020. I didn't expect it to be an option with venues at that point, mm-hmm. but we kind of really like got into gear. We, it just took us a while to like decide that we were ready to undertake this process. Like it wasn't yes. about delay and getting married. It's just, we took a little bit of time to sort of decide if this was something we wanted to sink money into and why right. we wanted to do that. And um, if we were going to do that, how, you know, what we were going to invest in. And so it like took us kind of like a minute to like get not on the same page, but like for us both to decide as everybody listening knows it's a, it's an amount of money that you you don't normally spend and haven't spent before if you haven't bought a house and, and we're not doing that. So I think we just waited to we also, you know, I always knew I wanted to get married in the city, and mm-hmm. I think it took me a minute to really not admit that to myself, but be like, that's not negotiable for me, and we're going to make cuts elsewhere so that that can happen. And so it just took us once we sort of made all those decisions. So now I'm now I'm less than five months away. You, I think that is so. I, I I'm so glad you're doing this because I think it's going to empower some of our listeners who just got engaged. People make you feel like you have to jump into planning right away, and mm-hmm. part of I'm I'm a guilty culprit of that because I'm like guys book your things now because they're all booking out which is true like but what uh, what couples are fully ready to like start planning you you have to take that time to align on things and align on the vision and the budget to make it Mm -hmm. what you can do like I I think that's so smart that you guys took that time didn't rush into it bold move to book in January and then get married in October was venue this the first thing you did Yes, for sure. For sure. That was definitely the time where it was like, once we have this locked wow. in, this is when we'll we'll plan the wedding. And like I said, I wasn't, I thought we would probably have to get married a little later in the year, but we just found a random amazing venue in Williamsburg that like was a, a really affordable and and had Grab space. It. And like as much as it is a condensed timeline, I, I kind of prefer it that way. I would rather have this contained to mm-hmm. a like nine month period. Honestly, it didn't really start ramping up and we didn't really start, we didn't book our caterer until maybe like two months ago. And then obviously things started coming together and like we booked some things and now we're having to like talk to everybody and pay the bills. But it's, you know, you know, it consumes so much time and energy that I didn't, I did not want this process to stretch for like a year and a half. Mm -hmm. The longer it is, it's like a, I don't know. It's like when you're getting ready to go out with a a night with your friends, if you get ready too early, you're going to start, keep looking in the mirror every now and then, (laughs) putting on bronzer, putting on blush, you're going to, but because there's just Hate more your outfit time. by the end yeah yep so if i think if you are in this condensed timeline timeline it's very efficient and it's you're you're banging it out you're not drawing it out you're doing exactly what's needed we interviewed um uh lindsay from we met at acme and she's got married in like five months and she was crazy. like i just That's made crazy. decisions and mm-hmm. moved on and i was very jealous considering my yes, engagement right and i will add that i don't have family members that are particularly um, opinionated. So it's not like Ooh. when I make a decision, I have to consult a million people or explain or rash or, you know, explain my rationale to a bunch of people. We can make things. Mike is very flexible, does not give. He gives enough of a shit to like, he'll listen to me yes. talk about it and he won't tell me to shut up. But like, <laughs> I don't really have to, he doesn't have strong opinions. So I think that has also allowed about me to anything? have a compressed timeline. Some things, he, mostly his opinion will be like, we don't need that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's always the the groom. He had a lot of. Like. He was like, I don't really care who comes 
do whatever. And then, of course, he had he cared deeply who came and had, you know, 30 mm-hmm. extra people who were non-negotiable. It's the guest list that the grooms care a lot about, I'm seeing. But like, other than that, I'd, I've never seen a groom be like, we must do napkins with our initials engraved. Like, yeah, no. <laughs> okay, so your wedding's October 9th in Williamsburg in your venue. And you do you have a planner? We didn't do a planner, but we did get a coordinator for the day of. Yeah. Okay. I love this. You are being a budget friendly. Obviously, you don't have to tell us how much total or anything, but you're being a budget friendly bride. I feel like you, your dress you sent me, which is gorgeous. I remember it. I was looking and I was like, this is gorgeous. It looks like it would be thousands, but it wasn't expensive for a no, wedding it's not, dress. Right? Yeah. And so great job there. Do you have anything that you're like really cutting corners on or any tips on how you're doing that? Or on the flip side, this is a loaded question. Do you have anything that you're splurging on more? Honestly, I the the place in the I, I'm not yet in the process where we're starting to get a lot of unexpected costs, but I know that is like coming. So right now things feel as expected. I would say where we cut is that we only have sixty people coming. Oh, yeah, um, which is pretty small. We were there not. We Mike's strongest opinion on the guest list was also just like we're not going to have bad food. Like that's not acceptable to us. Like when love if that, we're Mike. having people come to New York City, we want them to have a New York City quality meal. And we tried out a couple caterers and it became clear that like that's something you really have to pay for. And the thing about weddings that I realized quickly is that you can cut corners on things. It's not even cutting corners. It's just like going with the most budget-friendly option. But yes. it's still so fucking expensive. But like, yep. for example, like we I went to a caterer who was gonna be like around 11 k And the one we end up with was a bit more than that. But the 11K one was so bad that I was like, I'm not going to spend $11,000 on this. So there's been a yeah. couple things where you're like, you just decide to invest because I, I'm not willing to give people that kind of money to do to give me cold plates. Like, I'm not doing right. it. I'm not right. doing it. No, Otherwise, that's very we'll call smart. It off, you know? That's a very smart mentality to have. I think have that and make sure you keep it throughout because I swear these wedding vendors, God love mm-hmm. them because we need them. But- and it's their job. I'd be doing the same thing if I were one of them. But they will try to kind of like get you in the end. Like I remember our place was like trying to convince us to do this like seared scallop, Brazilian scallop station at cocktail hour for like an extra thousand whatever. It sounded so cool. Mike and I like looked at each other. We're like, that's cool. And we were so close to doing it. I'm so glad we didn't because Mm -hmm. cocktail lasted two seconds. We had a raw oyster bar. People barely even remembered that part. Like it just, they'll they'll get you. So really, if you have the budget, go for it. But Mm -hmm. if not, have that mentality. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E 
F-O-O-D-S dot com. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Okay, is there anything throughout this right now where you are? I feel like you texted me and I didn't even answer you about one that you need advice from me on or just like, you know, a wedding person to bounce ideas off of for anything. I mean, what I'm like, I feel like I'm at the the point where it's about to get, I'm about to get like floored with with questions. I mean, you gave me great advice because like I got my DJ contract and then it only yes. went until 10 and I was like, oh shit. Is that is that late enough? And you were like, nope, I definitely would have, I definitely would have gone to eleven. Yep. What are you doing for the after situation? Remind me. I'm not sure, but we definitely want to do something nearby. I mean, yeah, these mm-hmm. are the things where like I went to a wedding over the weekend that was like one of the most amazingly put together weekend of weddings I've ever been to. I didn't take content for brides because it was like um like the bride <laughs> okay. is an FBI agent and the groom <laughs> is a former Marine. So I was like, I don't think they no. want their shit out there. <laughs> but they had a lot of like it's- Thematic. You wanted to enjoy the wedding too. Yes. It's a- and like, honestly, it never occurred to me to get food at the after party, to get late night food. We had written it off. Mm-hmm. And then we went and we were like, people are drunk. They want to stay out longer. I think we yeah. got to get food there. So I, I'm like, what would you recommend there? Did you have an after party? So, okay. We had a late night snack that came out around like 10, 1030-ish. But it was like chicken tenders. Make sure your venue, whoever's bringing that out, they make sure that people know it's there because exactly it, people can miss it and then it's a waste. Our reception ended at, was it 10.30? 10.30. Here's the thing with our venue. Our venue was great. I'm not going to like shit on them. But long story short, they basically said every single couple that gets married here goes straight downstairs to the bar that's on the water and everybody parties and has a great, and that's the after party. Nobody actually plans a formal after party that it's what every single couple they've been there for years mm-hmm. does. Of course, Labor Day weekend, nobody could forecast that it was yes. going to be so crowded. I was doing a holiday weekend too. Yeah. So my biggest advice, we ended up finding a bar nearby, thank God. And then my, our friends that had a giant Airbnb ended up having every, like literally every oh my weekend, gosh. so fun, but they're poor Airbnb hosts. But My biggest piece of advice to people is just make sure there's a firm sort of plan in place for after because 1030, I mean, the the older people go to bed, but the young people still want to keep going and you don't want to buzzkill trying to find a new bar like Mm -hmm. we had. Thank God our buzz was brought back up when we found it. Yeah. And it's like you, even though like that seems so late and I never stay out that late, like it's, you know, these are people we never see and they are going to want to spend as much time as possible together. So it's like, I even found myself at the wedding. Like I was so exhausted. I was like, obviously we're going to stay out so that like Mike can spend more time with his friends. So it's like, okay, we need to make sure we're providing and facilitating uh, a good environment for that. So I, it's hard for me to say where we're cutting because like these things come up and then we're like, well, that's not negotiable. But I guess it's like the most thing, the thing I'm most nervous about that I could get your advice on is like, I don't even know. I So I have my caterer and they're mm-hmm. handling pretty much everything. They've been amazing so far. I used the same one that Elise did, uh, oh, Dish Foods. They had her such food cool was incredible. Like Peruvian food and yeah, stuff. They, they, yeah. I, we just ordered off their like normal menu. But like I said, we were like, we want this food to be not just like a good restaurant, but like we want you to feel like you're getting a high quality meal in New York City because the city has, you know, some of the best chefs in the world. 
And um, we felt pretty confident. Like, I don't know. I just met, I met with this woman named Evelyn there. And I was just like, I know this woman does not let a cold plate go out. I just know it. I just could yeah. tell. But I guess I'm not sure yet. Like, I think I, I'm going to start meeting with them more in like June. And then I pick out like all my rentals and stuff. And so now I'm like going to weddings. I'm like, when do I do the, the menus for the tables? Do I just have to, do I have to write that down and remember to do that? Or is somebody going to tell me to do that? Are you doing a buffet yes. style? Okay, the menus for the... T- so, buffet... Oh, the menus. Oh, 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 the physical menus. I thought you meant like what to pick out. I mean, okay. menus and the physical menus. And I guess I'm thinking like, what? Ha- when do all the paper goods come into play? Like the table assignments? Okay, good question. So, that stuff I definitely procrastinated on and kind of left until the last minute. Thank God my girl who was doing them kept me on task mm-hmm. a couple months prior. You did have I, a, it, a full service like planner, right? No, month no? of. Month, month of. <laughs> I know. Oh I'm, I, I like regret it now. Like she was, she did a little, I could tell she like definitely, I mean, she worked with us from the beginning to like set the vision, but then she was like, all right, now it's up to you. I'll see you a yes. month before kind of, but she would check in. I, it was nice. She sent like a, an email each month. Like this is the shit you need to do. Um. So yeah, but technically the month of package. So got it. F me. But um. <laughs> anyways, what, Um. okay. So pay, paper products. That can be a couple months prior, three, I would do it at least three-ish months out. But the thing about paper products, you don't necessarily need them. That menus, yeah. not everybody has. That's why I was like, what is she talking about? But okay, yeah. if you want them, if you're like, we think it would be nice. Or you could do, you know what I would do if I were you for the tables so that they know what's on in the buffet? I would just do one like little menu standing up. Per table. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But so nobody tells me to do that. I just have to remember to do that and get them printed. <laughs> Correct. Unless oh, you no. have a planner or just listen to the podcast. But yeah, I mean, do you have like a checklist? Like I have to get working? a cork board. I have to purchase it's, a cork board. This is the stuff that gets so stressful. Yes. <gasps> Who do, like, what, do I, I, what the fuck do I do with Nicole? What do I do with the altar at the end <laughs> of the night? Like I just put it on the street. Okay. <laughs> so your coordinator is that part of her thing that she cleans I, up after? I hope so. I okay, think so. make sure I think that's the, that's the main thing it's that she deals with when we're leaving. I hope because the true DIY weddings where there's no I, that's the the cleanup is what people forget. It's like what what do you who cleans up after the venue doesn't right and the do, venue like, like you know this is fair they want to send their people home but they basically are like we will bankrupt you if you stay here a moment yep. too late. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. You got, do you have a list that you're working off of? We need to make like yeah. a Betches Brides one. You guys are all going to. Oh, that's a great idea. I know. I Or like sometimes. A yeah, we need to. We should do that. We could sell it in the shop. Could make like an actual one. Oh, smart. I know. We've talked about it. It's recent. Everything is content. We want to. <laughs> we want to. Yeah. Um, th- I mean, there are little things like that. I hope that I don't want you to forget like. Like technically you want like a nice ring box for the ring photos and stuff, a nice like hanger to put your dress on for the dress photos. If you're doing those, like, Mm -hmm. like there are the little things, a card box, ask your venue what they have. My, my first thing is, especially if you're trying to, if you don't really care about the look of these things, ask your caterer and ask your venue first, be like meant paper menus. Do you provide Mm -hmm. those? If they say no, then go to like Etsy's really helpful. I got some little bar signs off Etsy. Yeah, that's um, definitely the plan. I don't know what else to recommend other than Etsy. My illustrator girl could help you. Yeah. If you need. Oh, the also, you know, ugh, I have 
not like I've been in denial about this, but I decided to do the flowers when I currently live in a part of Manhattan called the Flower District. And it is just the most, there's like a block on 28th Street. If you ever come to visit the city, it's such an like underrated place to visit because it's I just mean, it's like, these stores are just like lush tropical oases and you can rent trees in there, of course, and you can buy your plants. And I live on that block. So I was like, I'm going to do the flowers, not underestimating how much time it would be. I'm like, I'm literally neighbors. I'll, I'll plan ahead. It will be fine. Of course, my rent goes up a thousand dollars, and I can't stay up in this, can't stay in this neighborhood. Oh, so that's definitely gonna. I talked to that. They did their own flowers, and I know you have a couple episodes of it. But like, that's that's why I've been telling you I've like started to get a little, like, a little bit more stressed because I mean, as you know, we we have hard jobs. We work all the time. Yeah. When am I gonna have time, no time for this? It's just like I, it's getting to that like overwhelm yes. that I'm having trouble managing, but just trying to remember like the bride over the weekend was like, it's so worth it. And I've, I didn't get excited over planning the wedding until I realized that it was content and I know how to make content. So now I'm like trying to orchestrate like viral moments in my wedding. (laughs) And I'm like thinking of like, I'm getting all of this like politics related stuff that people could like, I'm getting campaign buttons. That's going to be like the party favor. I'm going to make this like is a gonna be campaign a- sign that's going to say Duberman Gin 2020. That's going to be the welcome sign. We're just going for it. It's going to be a sup betches. This is going to be the most betches sup wedding anyone's ever seen. Oh my God, Amanda. That's the, you answered See? one of my questions. I was going to say what you got to be doing something unique. That's you. That's so <gasps> exactly. Guys, oh my gosh. I cannot wait for And this. I asked our audience and they were the ones that had a lot of amazing ideas for like how to go horrible incorporate politics. And a lot of people made the excellent point and they just said, don't. We are in a very unique scenario where every single person at our wedding is on the same page politically. <laughs> and so it'll work out. We're going to have like cutouts of like Obama, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. And that will be our something blue because blue is like the color for Democrats. And that'll be like our photo yes. booth type thing. Um, <gasps> so once I started, like that got That's me excited epic. before, because like, I don't really care about Bridal content, it's not something I, right. I personally am like drawn to. But then I realized like why I'm sure every bride has this realization where it's like you, your theme is you. Your bridal theme doesn't have to mm-hmm. be bridal. Your wedding theme doesn't have to be wedding. You like do whatever you want. The best weddings are the ones that you would just plan as like an event for yourself. Yeah. Like, not, like don't go for like the wedding-y things. Like pick, I always tell people, perfect example, pick for your chairs if you have the budget because chairs are expensive. Pick chairs that you would put in your living room, not that you think Mm -hmm. should be at a wedding. Yes. Yes. Like, I know this is like technically like a union between Mike, but for me, I'm like, this is my, this is our main character moment. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This might be the only one I ever have. (laughs) I love that. I love that. That's, that's, I'm glad that like your, your excitement shifted when you started putting those unique details in place. Cause Mm -hmm. that's like a lot of, we get a lot of questions from brides being like, well, I'm not excited about my wedding. What do I, like, how do I get, ex- it's like, start planning the fun shit. Like, don't, like, get your, just check the other things off the list. Yeah, like, imagine you were planning a party for your best friend and wanted yes. to make it Epic. super fun for her and had lots of inside jokes, but do that for yourself. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. 
And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I have two advice for you. I sense that you're overwhelmed by all the things. <laughs> so here's, and you don't have a planner, and I'm not going to, my advice isn't like hire a last I'm minute. overwhelmed about getting more overwhelmed, basically. Yes. I know it's coming, and it's coming when I'm going to, like, right, when like the midterm elections are coming, it's all going to be. I would try. I know this is like annoying advice because you don't want to ask people and you're like, fuck it, I could just do it myself. But I would try to delegate things as much as like pick one. And when I say delegate, I don't mean pick your BFF and say, hey, you have to do these five things. I mean, like delegate to many people. Be like you. You have this one job. Your one job is to help me on this date pick up the flowers from this store. Yeah. Like I just need you. You have one job. Mm-hmm. And then to go to the next person because then it's easier to delegate tasks to multiple people versus giving one person a bunch of tasks who's yeah. like an unpaid That's friend. Smart. Yeah. And also like I'm not having bridesmaids, but I have close friends that live here that would love to help me who I'm not making oh, pay for a big trip. Like I'm just going to do like a night, you know, a night out. So that's a good idea. I should start doing that. Yeah, I should do that. I should be really proactive about that and like yeah. Think about that, like map out the day like three months ahead of time and like be realistic about who I need to be handling what, who needs to be like taxing the dog back and forth, who can yes. who can do this thing that like what can I what do I not personally have to do on the day that somebody else can do? That's a very good thing. Yep. Tip. And your coordinator hopefully will do a lot on the day. But yes, Elise, I actually I asked them to have the same one as Elise. This is an Elise Morales influenced <laughs> wedding. And uh, I think That's I'm gonna amazing. have the same person that she did. And Elise like could not uh, speak amazing. more highly of them, yeah. Yeah, she sounded great. And it's like people, when they're doing one easy, t- people you'll find want to help with that. And they'll mm-hmm. like, and since your wedding's already intimate, 60 people, like it'll kind of feel nice if like everybody has a little, true. a little a part, about it. you know, yeah. I'll, I am offering up right now. I'm not just saying this on air. I mean it. I will literally be, I will, ha- I you live will right have a here. job. Don't worry. I will bring, <laughs> I will pick up your flowers a week prior or whatever. Thank okay. you. We, real quick before we, um move on from that flowers what you said you're doing them all yourself that's the plan no not i mean the majority i'm gonna get 
my bouquet made and I think I'll probably get a handful of other things made. Mm -hmm. But I just like that's definitely the biggest place where we're not putting budget. Like that was the big cut. Um, Just looking. I mean, it's like getting an apartment. Like, of course, you want all of these things, but you have to prioritize. And the nature of the location, my mother, you know, probably disagrees, but the nature of the location is such that I think it it does not look bare without a ton of lush greenery. It is we mainly chose this for the view. If we have a night, nice, even if it's raining, like it's, it's the place looks decorated already. Yeah. And honestly, I just don't care if some people think it looks sparse. Like I just don't care. It's a, per- no, this, a city wedding, you can't go wrong. That's always get like a nice backdrop wedding. Cause then you don't need it to, it won't look yeah. sparse. Mine was like, a but I did the bride over the weekend did her flowers and she was like, it was much more than I expected. And it involved a lot more people. But the thing is, that's also good is that I'm getting married on a Sunday on a long weekend. So I can spend all, I mean, I'm going to take the Friday off anyway, but like everybody can spend Saturday helping us. Oh, and it's a long weekend. Mm -hmm. It's indigenous people's day weekend. Oh, amazing. Yeah. So people have the Monday off and it'll get done, but I hope I don't regret it. And you're Jewish. You're Jewish, correct? Yes, yes. Okay, I actually have to, real quick on the subject, one of you DM'd me, because I, in the past, I said something like, I would never do a Sunday if I didn't have to, because Sunday I get buzz killed on Sundays, blah, blah, blah. And that was (laughs) me being unaware and stupid about um, the fact that it is a big Jewish holiday, or a big Jewish wedding day. So apologies, taking it back now. Um, I'm sure some... I respect to get married on Saturdays too, but that's yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, I I we even picked it without knowing. We were just like, "Fuck it!" If our friends don't want to come on Sunday, then we'll they don't have to, and we'll save money. But yeah, um, fortunately, most people most people have it off. Amanda, I'm so excited for you. Okay, we had so many questions. You actually answered a lot of my questions. Thank God. Before we move on, because I really want to have you. Well, I want to do unpopular opinions and this mm. email. I think you'll be amazing at because oh, it's kind of similar to you. So I want to get to that. Do you have any other last things that we didn't cover that you want to cover about your wedding? I don't think so, but I just – once you start wedding planning, it's just amazing how many people are very willing to be resources for you. Like, Mm. And that's just so touching. And so I just – if you – if you feel free to DM me, like it's not invasive at all. I I found it so helpful. It's just like, you know, even like I almost went with another venue and I just was able to find a gal – and I was like, I could figure out who she was. And I was like, I'm so sorry. This is kind of creepy. But do you have pictures of inside at your wedding? And she was like, of course. And she yes. she actually ended up talking me out of that wedding, not, in te- not of that venue, not intentionally. But it's just really like, I think we might get to this. But if you are anxious, like you will be shocked by how many people are willing to help you, especially if you're someone that doesn't like love to talk about yourself too much or you don't mm. like to ask for help. There is a huge community of former brides ready to like receive you warmly. That's such a good point. Brides are, we're, we're all giving it back. And yes, mm-hmm. guys, DM Amanda at Amanda Duberman. On Please. Insta. Yeah. She wants to talk to you. They will too. But love them for that. Flower tips especially would be amazing. Oh, guys, DIY good flower, flower tips to If you took like a flower course, that was amazing. Or like good flower accounts. And how to keep them alive for more than a day because my hydrangeas <laughs> exactly. behind me died in 30 seconds. The hydrangeas? What's up with hydrangeas? They always collapse. They die so quickly. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so hydrangea tips, I would also love those. Um, Okay, (laughs) let's get to the email, which you kind of just answered, which is amazing, so whatever. She says, hey, Nicole and Amanda, newly engaged here. I was hoping you could take a little bit about, talk a little bit about my engagement anxiety on an episode. My fiance is the absolute love of my life, and I am so excited to marry him. 
But after we told our parents we were engaged, we were both hit in the face with this wave of anxiety to the point where I was crying, not happy tears. We talked about getting engaged for a while and we are so sure of our decision, literally the most calculated decision we've both ever made, but neither of us were prepared for this level of anxiety. So naturally I took to the internet and it doesn't seem like it's just me, low key, thank God. Why does nobody talk about this? How do us anxious brides handle this? Also, I love your podcast and social media. So relatable and funny too. I wish I could do what you do. Thank you so much. Till death do us part. And then she says it's at, she put her handle, but I'm not going to say that, on Instagram. We haven't announced it on social yet because we are worried it will make the anxiety worse. Thanks a million, girl. So, yeah, to summarize, she's met with a huge wave of anxiety when she got engaged. It sounds like it's, she's anxious about plan, like starting planning a wedding. I can't tell if she's anxious about the pl- wedding planning. Probably that because it doesn't sound like she's anxious about that next stage in her life because she mm. and her fiance are so clearly on the same page. I mean, when people ha- – I'm a very anxious person too. And the most important thing is just to like give yourself a, a break and don't get more anxious about your anxiety. It's so much easier said than done. Right. I mean, my fiance always is like, just don't be anxious. Just don't worry. There's <laughs> nothing you can do about it now. So just like forgive yourself, forgive yourselves for being a little anxious about it. And you probably aren't hiding your anxious nature from your friends and family as well as you think. So if you open up to them about it, they will probably have been expecting it and maybe have be a soft place to land. Like just, just not not being hard on yourself for feeling that way and like take it one step at a time and just like what will be will be it's not none of it is an emergency I think the reason it gets so stressful is you're just like you want to make sure it's worth the money and um maybe you are in a situation where you're like your family my my family is helping us financially actually much more than we expected with no strings or conditions I mean I had to invite like a couple people I wasn't expecting to but it wasn't it wasn't crazy but like, just just try try not to be try not to do what I've done most of this episode and just be have too much anticipatory anxiety. Like, take it one step. Hopefully, maybe once you start to look at it as like, like I've just been looking at it like less as a wedding and more just like this is so cheesy. But it's like I think me and Mike are like really cool people. We have yes. an amazing community of people around us, and I'm just looking at it as like how cool that we can bring all of these people together. Like this this sounds very. Silly, but like when Mike was like, why do we really want a wedding? And I was like, we are an elite couple. We have accomplished mm-hmm. a lot in our lives. We have amazing friends and family. And yes. let's like bring that together. So let's whenever, celebrate that. Yes. Yeah, don't think of it as a, like if you have to like do the wedding the right way. Just it's just for you. It's not that I know it feels that that deep. And I might have like a different approach when I start to get really anxious. But I'm just telling myself like first step is like don't don't be frustrated with yourself just for being anxious. Like just sort through it and take it take it literally one step at a time because that's the only way that you can do it. Like every wedding is fun. You're paying for people's free dinner. So who cares? Yeah. It's fine. People get a free dinner and then you're married. Yep. I you Amanda, do you want to host? <laughs> Honestly, they they're going to they're going to save time. <laughs> do enough fucking podcasting. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear me Amanda's anymore. like sweating. I've been on like every bitch's podcast the past 2 weeks. True. True. <laughs> No, um, no, honestly, that was you. That was really I love your perspective. I think 
Um, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. There's I think, no way to make it go away, right? You just have to like be gentle to yourself. Right. And opening up, I, th- I didn't think of that one, like open up to others and just be like, I'm having anxiety. They even just talk, they might not even be able to help even just talking about it would be so helpful. Um, but they might be able to help and you won't know that unless you express it. The amount yeah. of times I've been like, somebody be like, how's the wedding playing? I'm like, I'm really I'm really stressed about it. And then they're like, what specifically are you stressed about? And then I'll tell them and they'll have a magical solution that I never would have come upon had I just stewed with it, which is my Mm -hmm. nature. And I kind of suspect this person's too. And I also think like this would be a good time to just have that conversation like you and Mike had with your fiance for this listener and and why you do you want to have a wedding? What type of wedding? Like kind of figure that out together. And it doesn't have to be a rush thing. You can it could be talking about a wedding three years from now. But have that conversation and that why, like for you guys, it was like, look, we're a badass couple. We've earned it. We deserve it. We want to celebrate us with our friends and family. And then throughout each decision that you make throughout the wedding, go back to that why and be like, does this align with that why? If this is some floopy, Mm -hmm. expensive thing that we're just doing because it looks cool and it doesn't align with that, then scrap it. Like, Yeah. Why be anxious over over things that you never even knew existed, you know, a couple months ago. I also think this is a big thing. No matter, even if you know that you love this person and you want to be like, this is in no way the same at all. But this past weekend, I got an anxiety attack because we're getting a puppy in a couple weeks. Rescue. Woo. Yay. Um, (laughs) And, but it was just, and I know we want to do it. I'm ready, but it was just a huge life decision that we had to think a lot about. I don't do well with change to begin with. And it also feels like it's kind of like tying me down more. Like obviously when I travel, mm-hmm. I have to like fi- plan ahead and yeah, it's, whatever. It's a, it's a whole thing. It's a whole it's life a whole change. damn thing. Yeah. So it's a wedding though. It's a, bi- it's a big expense. It's a big yeah. commitment. And so um, I think that might also just add to the anxiety for brides. So I, what helped me with the dog thing, I was like, we want to do this. We're doing it for a reason. We're ready. We are ready. And then I was like, I'm a badass. I, I, I literally was like, I planned a wedding. I can have a dog. Yeah, you can definitely have a dog. And once you have the dog, your desire to go out will plummet. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, I don't want, yeah, I don't want to go out as is. So I might as well have a dog with me. Yeah. Training puppy um but anywho so yeah you guys are actually the first to hear that because i haven't actually officially told it ever Ooh, so exciting when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app find a location near you at bank of talk to us what would you like the power to do Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Now it's time for our Unpopular Opinions segment brought to you by Bright Bright. 
As you know, in this segment, we share your unpopular wedding opinions submitted by you all. Well, I have a popular opinion for you all, and it's that Bride Bright is the best product out there. They're now introducing the couples bundle where you can get both their Bride Bright and Groom Glow kit or two Bride Bright kits just in time for Mother's Day and for all of your wedding festivities, okay? So who's ready to smile bright this wedding season? Now, here's our first unpopular opinion. Okay. Unpopular opinions. You know how to play, right? I think so. You just say whether you agree or disagree with each one and why when Mm -hmm. I read it. Okay. And our audience has voted already. And they submit these ones. It's okay if you can't afford an open bar for guests. I mean, of course that's okay. I think if you... I think about... Your friends probably would much rather go to a wedding for you two than be able to drink for free. Like, if they Mm -hmm. could choose... So think of it that like some people just are not in that position. So of course, of course it's okay. Like just let people, as long as people know ahead of time, because some people are very, very particular about like getting a full service evening and that's what they Mm -hmm. expect when they travel for a wedding. So I would just like make sure people know that and then don't sweat it. I mean, every other night you pay for booze, so it's fine. That's so true. Make sure people know it. Yeah. Yeah, don't okay. go into debt so your friends can drink for free one night. It's fine. Totally, totally. And I do agree with all that you're saying. And the I would say, though, it is for me hosting an event like food, beverages, alcohol are like the number one, like a, a roof. Well, not if it's for an sure. outside venue, then you don't need a roof. But a venue, food and alcohol, like those are very important. I, I am not saying you have to get like top shelf liquor. There are alternatives to complete open bar. Right, right. I've seen weddings that just do an open bar with beer and wine, which is Mm -hmm. a lot more affordable than liquor. You can, if you cannot afford it, don't, I agree with you, do not go into debt so your friends can drink for free. You can do a cash bar. I just also think it depends on the type of wedding. Like if you're having a big like 300. Right. If you're having an ostentatiously expensive wedding and you decided to cut a corner on the booze. Right. That's like dumb. Maybe I can see why guests would be a little bit peed for that. Because like we said, it's like they they are investing to come see you as well. So as long as they totally. know what they're coming to, some people may say, I'm not coming if the, the booze isn't free. Right. And that's okay. You And then you have to be okay with that. Like don't mm-hmm. have the expectation that, you know, there are some diehard booze drinkers that would want to come. Um, yeah, exactly. And maybe you decide like... I guess our sh- we want our shitty friends to be there. So <laughs> we yeah, will, we exactly. will. I mean, if you're in, yeah, I think you're, I think like, it's probably really tough because I'm sure these things come up where it's like, you might be a couple and not everybody is very transparent about finances. So it might be like the first time your friends really realize that you're just not, not, we're at, you know, in your early thirties and when you get married is kind of the time where like everybody kind of takes different tracks. Maybe some people mm-hmm. pursue different fields. Some people get money from their parents to buy a house. So it's like, yeah, it's a it's a tricky one. But just as long as you feel really good with your outcome, like maybe you do yeah. decide that you want to wait until that you can until you can make that happen. Right, right. Yeah. I would say like if it were me, if we were very strapped and like open bar was a question, I would have done the most basic lowest package, which we did the most basic lowest package. But I would really try to prioritize my budget to that versus other things. Like me too. Yeah. Anything with beauty, I would have probably uh, beauty's important to me. Oh, flowers. I would have done like one flower in the whole wedding to afford alcohol instead. If that gives you That's kind of what we're doing. Yeah. For us, the food and alcohol was our non-negotiable. 
And for that reason, I'm doing the flowers. I'm gonna, Trader it. Joe is going to do the flowers. Flowers, okay? Just yeah. kidding. All the florists listening, we love you and we care about you. I mean, they will. It will be very clear. A professional did not do the flowers, but that's just the trade-off we had to make. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. So, 66% of our audience agreed that it's okay if you can't afford an open bar for guests. So, great. Okay, the next one: a cape is better than a veil. Have you even thought about this yet? Or no, I don't think any- I wasn't going to do either. Love that. For it you. seems like a veil. It seems like there's kind. Mm, it seems like a very cool way to do something slightly alternative. If you're not into the veil, mm-hmm. then I would like. I was never thinking about a cape, but I never thought about it as like an alternative. Like, what would Mike like take it off of me? <laughs> so I tried on a cape during bridal fashion week and ended up loving it. The one I tried on at least, okay, so there's different types of capes. Like there's the flowy like chiffon see-through ones that you just like pin on the back kind of. They're very light. Then I tried on one at Lovely Bride that was like this amazing, like chic, sophisticated, looked very city Oh, so it's similar in the sense that they have like a train. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. I kind of like that. Basically the main difference, there's all different types of each veil and cape, but the main difference is that like a veil typically is pinned to your head somehow. And then cape is like more to like the shoulders and like more of the outfit, if that makes sense. I don't know. Mm -hmm. They look very pretty different though. Um, I don't know. Veil's more traditional. I just recommended to my friend this morning though. She was like, do I do a veil? And I was like, bitch, do a cape or wings. Yeah, it's such a cool alternative that if you really want the the dramatic train moment, but it's not part of your dress and you don't want a veil, that's a fun way to like incorporate it. Yeah. But you don't have to do either. Like you. I never thought about the cape, but that sounds kind of, I just am thinking about like it like dragging on the New York City streets. (laughs) No, that's what, um, that's what Michael will be for. He can hold it while you walk next to him. Yeah, Um, perfect. But yeah, I'll send you options just so you can see for fun after this. But okay, I wouldn't say it's better than a veil though. Whatever. I don't care about each one. I think, I think veil because it's traditional. But capes also do. I agree. 85% 85% of our audience disagreed that cape are better than a veil. They love the veils. All right. If you're wearing one at all. The last one. Weddings are a representation of yourself, so don't half-ass the planning effort. <laughs> These I feel like harsh. this is exactly what made that bride so anxious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Legit. Don't half-ass planning effort. I mean, I feel like nobody intends to half-ass planning. You know, but it's just like impossible to know this, like how much scope creep there is when you get started. And I think this is like, I definitely agree. And this is why it causes so much anxiety for people because it is a reflection. And that's what's so, but that's what's so stressful is because the vendors are carrying it out ultimately. And they're not as, you know, invested presumably in it being like the party, your your main character day. They do this, they do this all of the time. So like- Mm -hmm. Yes, but I'm sure most of the details people will only – I find it so unusual when people just, like, sit around at weddings and talk shit about the things they don't oh. like. I find that so such a bizarre – and I'm sorry if you're listening and that's, like, your thing, but I just find it such a – Not sorry. Strange thing because also it's, like, women plan weddings, so you're just, like, nitpicking. It's bizarre. Yeah. Like, so it's, like, I do agree, but don't get too worked about <laughs> I <sighs> – Like, if a wedding planner f- fucked up, I would be – annoyed and I'm the wedding planner yeah well 
when I first saw this, I was like, I kind of disagree, which again, kind of negates all this podcast. I keep negating myself in this podcast because this is a wedding planning podcast where we talk about how to plan an amazing wedding that's a representation of yourself. But I disagree because that you can be an amazing person inside, outside, whatever, a, a, heart, a very accomplished individual who works so hard and does amazing. But then your wedding could be like, a so-so thing like the not best planned wedding i don't know i just i yeah. think our wedding isn't who we are if that makes sense especially because budgets come into play I, like i just i don't know i just i i get what this person's saying yeah no totally me too but half-ass planning might be your full capacity like right you know it, and right. then it just things might fall through that you couldn't have anticipated and totally and who I don't know what half-ass planning versus full-ass planning, like the difference. Like, I, it's I not think, possible to half-ass. I wish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I think that like the alternative full planning is like this person has thought of every little detail and really thrown their heart and soul into every detail of this wedding. But it's like, uh, I don't know. Like you said, it's like the vendor. You we gotta lean on them because they're doing. They're the ones like executing the vision. So. Mm -hmm. Right, right, exactly. You can only have, like, I feel like even if you do everything right, at least, like, 10 to 30% of it ends up being completely out of your control on the day oh, of, which is pretty petrifying. thousand but, percent. Yeah. It, something, always, little, big, everything always happens, which, I, I mean, I planned my wedding for two years and did, thought of every detail, so I thought, and so, so much shit happened wrong, so. Yeah. Anywho. Well, that's it for this week's Unpopular Opinions brought to you by Bride Bright. Bride Bright gives us confident wedding day smiles, and now you can share it with somebody you love. You can purchase Bride Bright as its own kit, or at checkout, you can purchase the couples bundle. You guys, I'm not kidding you when I tell you this is by far the best teeth whitener I've ever used. Same with Mike. We used it leading up to our wedding day. We, we said, you know what? Let's save the trip to the dentist. We don't need to go to the expensive dentist office. We don't need to have painful white strips and all those other products. This product, I cannot say enough good things about it. It works within just a couple uses. They recommend 10 days for wetting white teeth. Mine worked in literally five days, but now I have it. I have the whitening pens and I'll use it on an ad hoc basis whenever I feel like I need a little extra whiteness in my teeth. It just works so well. And my favorite part is that I've never had sensitivity with it which is just groundbreaking because all those other whitening products my teeth are so painful with. Not with Bride Bright. I love it. Mike has the Groom Glow. I have the Bride Bright. We also have the Brighton, which is their toothbrush and their brand new product. They have so many great products. They have a ring, Bling Bright, which works so well for cleaning your wedding ring. Definitely go check out their stuff. And best of all, you get free shipping and now 40% off site-wide using code BETCHES at checkout. Check out Bride Bright on Instagram if you don't believe me at Bride Bright and TikTok at Bride underscore Bright. And get your Bride Bright today at www.bridebright.co. That's B-R-I-D-E-B-R-I-T-E dot C-O using code BETCHES for 40% off. Amanda, this has been a joy and a pleasure. I know, such a fun. Thanks for indulging me for an hour. Truly so fun. We're having you back on, obviously, as we get closer and then after the wedding. Where can everybody find you? 
You can find me at, at Amanda Duberman. And then I am also, I mean, I host the Betcha Sub podcast every single day talking about not my wedding. But yeah, I will be, I probably won't post too much about the wedding on my Instagram because I will probably lose followers who don't follow me for that. But I will be, I will definitely be asking questions. And like I said, please DM me uh, any tips. You best believe we'll be posting some of your wedding content, anything we can get our hands on, on Betcha's Brides because the political elements sound so cool. Yeah, definitely. Well, till death do us part. The Betches Brides podcast is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales-Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales-Pico. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow us at Betches Brides and send us your emails to brides at betches.com. Betches.